Life is full of questions, and often the answers are difficult. Stephen Baker seeks to answer various questions about life and faith using the Bible as his only source. Join in each week as Stephen tackles the challenge of life questions. Here's Stephen. Hi, thanks for listening to this. This is the first in a, a short series of what I'm calling Interesting Tales, and it's about Titanic. So this is the first, and it's called John Harper's Last Journey. The 10th of April in 1912, John Harper, who was a well-known Scottish minister at the time, Scottish Baptist minister, he left Scotland and travelled down to Southampton to board RMS Titanic. He was en route to the Moody Memorial Church in Chicago. Little did he know, as his fellow passengers were unaware as well, that 1,500 souls were to die 400 miles off the coast of Canada on the 15th of April 1912. Many were not ready. Many had failed to make decisions in life that would set their course for the right place in eternity. Kind of poses the question that I really have to be honest with you and say today, what about you? It is all right to have great philosophical arguments and discussions and explanations, to rationalise everything and to do away with God from your consciousness in life, but what if it were the last day that you spent in this world? Where would you be? five minutes after you die, as the statement is often made. Well, John Harper was ready to die. He was a Christian. He'd become a Christian many years before. He hadn't had an easy life. His wife had died. He was a widower. He had a little girl. And that day, he was to make a big decision on that great liner. He was to put his little daughter into a lifeboat in the care of somebody else, and he was to go back to seek out souls that would, no doubt many of them, die that day in the icy cold waters of the North Atlantic. But John knew... That to live without Christ is possible, to die without Christ is also possible, but it's tragic. It's tragic to live without Jesus Christ as your saviour, but to die without Christ seals your fate. What do I mean, die without Christ? Die without Jesus Christ in your life, whether a relationship with him, without having come to God through Jesus, prayed and asked God to forgive your sins, admitted you're wrong, that you've broken the law of God, confessed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came into the world, died for your sin upon a cross, rose from the dead to demonstrate that he is the Son of God. I know those things are very difficult things to grasp if it's the first time you've ever heard them. Believe you me, the Bible is the only book that makes ultimate sense. It explains why we die. It explains us why there's evil in the world. It tells us what the source of that evil is. It shows us why the heart of man is so corrupted. And it points us to God's solution, Jesus Christ, the holy, sinless man, Jesus, the Son of God. I use those two terms together because God's Son became a man, born of a virgin girl, fulfilling ancient predictions in the Bible, and he came into the world to save sinners. John Harper believed that stuff. You know, as the ship began to sink, many thought only of themselves. But John Harper, he thought of others. That's a, that's a hallmark of Christianity. And shame on us, those of us that are Christians, that don't think about others, that are selfish and inward-looking. But John, as I say, placed his daughter in the care of another, put her in a lifeboat, he set off to reach dying souls. He knew there was pretty strong possibility he would never see his daughter again, that he would die in the process. When eventually he landed in the icy waters himself, he spotted a fellow traveller clinging to a piece of wood and he shouts out, Are you saved? The answer came back, no. He shouts, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. The only advice the Bible gives to dying souls, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. They drift apart and I don't know whether at that stage or later on, but they come back together and, and I don't, as I say, I don't know whether it was at that stage or later that John gave the man his, his, um, his life jacket 
And this man, John, shouts to him at least one more time, Are you saved? And he shouts, No! And John eventually is sucked under that water and he dies. But, well, he goes to heaven, the Bible says, because he trusted Jesus Christ. Not because he was good, but because he trusted the one who made him good. This other man, he survived. He ended up in Canada and he told his story that he became a Christian when in the icy waters of the North Atlantic he heard a man shouting out, Are you saved? And when he said no, he realised that this man loved him even though he'd never met him before. And this man cried, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. And he trusted Jesus. He asked him to forgive his sins. That wasn't just to get him out of the water, for he lived to show the, the genuineness of that faith. Lived for the rest of his life a Christian following Jesus Christ. I wonder if you'd trust him. I wonder if you'd be ready to meet him. If you never trust Jesus, then the Bible says he will be your judge one day. But if you recognise that you're a sinner, you've done wrong, that before a holy God, the creator, you're guilty, and you need someone to represent you, you need someone to clear your guilt, you need a saviour, you turn to the Lord Jesus today and ask him to forgive your sins. The Bible says he will, and it will be the best thing you ever do. You're listening to Life Questions by Stephen Baker, an honest attempt to answer life's toughest questions using the Bible. Located in Liverpool, England, Stephen is active in spreading the Word of God through social media, blogging, radio broadcasts, and podcasts.